Hey y'all, hey, are you drinking your water? Are you minding your business? I love to see it. I'm your host, Angel Glassell. Welcome to Hydrated and Healed, a podcast that combines a full glass of real life girl talk with a nourishing splash of healing. There's so much chaos happening in the world and possibly in your personal life. My goal is to help you navigate the chaos by staying hydrated and healed. Man, 2022 is flying by. I can't believe it's February. Happy Black History Month and Happy Love Month. All month long, the plan is to have some interesting convo about dating because let me tell you, it is quite ghetto out here. Okay, I want to kick off this series with a very interesting topic, feminine energy versus masculine energy. My guest is all that in a bag of chips. I call her for literally everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. I decided that I'd share her with you for this episode because she is full of gems. Please welcome my big sis, Shannon Stakes. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Are you drinking your water? I am. Are you minding your business? Every day. I love to see it. Please introduce yourself to the people. Well, thank you for having me, Angel. I am Shannon Stakes. I'm a fitness professional and I love to help people get fit, feel good about themselves. And I really help to love to help young adults survive and thrive in this crazy world we live in. As you help me all the time. (laughs) And you help me too, honey. Trust me. (laughs) Literally, y'all, when I tell you I call her for everything, I'm not kidding. Everything. (laughs) Thank you so much. So much for joining me. I am excited to chop it up with you. Before we get started, I have a game of this or that. I will say two topics in which you will select the option that relates to you the most. You ready? Yes. All right. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Dinner or movie? Dinner. Flowers or chocolates? Flowers. (laughs) Romantic movies or comedy? That's hard. What about a romantic comedy? <laughs> oh, I like that one. There was a Issa Rae movie that was super cute. I cannot think of the name of it. Oh, I'm going to have to think of the name of it. But okay. it was like a romantic I, comedy. I, well, I'll take romantic movie. Okay, okay. You can have both. You can have romantic comedies. We'll, we'll combine. Thank you. Kisses or hugs? Hugs. All dolled up. Or loungewear? Loungewear. Single or taken? Taken. (laughs) Night in or night out? Night in. Talk or listen? Listen. In terms of feminine energy or masculine energy, which one would you consider yourself to have more of? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say neither. All right now. Neither and both. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, this is just, well, first of all, thank you for participating in this or that. And I feel like this is a great place to just dive in. So I had a conversation with my aunt not too long ago. 
And as you know, I'm back on the dating scene. I was mm-hmm. gone for some time and I'm back now. Mm-hmm. And so she called just giving me some advice. And she said, I want you to work on carrying more of your feminine energy. And when she said it, I thought, I'm very feminine. Like my favorite color is pink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like to get my hair done. I like to get my nails Nails done. done. Mm -hmm. All that. I like to wear the lipstick. I I do makeup when I go out. Your hair is always done. It's always done. So I was Mm -hmm. very confused, right? I'm like, what what do you mean feminine energy or masculine energy? And then I kind of did some research. And this is a thing, sis. Like, it's a thing. Like, there's videos, YouTube videos teaching women, I guess, how to walk in feminine energy. And Mm -hmm. it's deeper than just, like, the outer very deep so it's more like how one carries themselves so i came across this chart on google it's two columns one says masculine one says feminine so on the masculine side it says logical confident focused strong stable clear assertive and goal driven Mm. And then on the feminine side, right, it says intuitive, generous, nurturing, creative, collaborative, caring, receptive, and grateful. Mm. So my first question is, (laughs) what does feminine energy look like to you? Well, this is controversial, but Mm -hmm. I have... I have heard the same things that you just mentioned about the chart that you were looking at. And I just really don't subscribe or believe in feminine energy or masculine energy. Now, I believe there are some traits and some things that are innately um, a part of maybe someone who is a woman and someone who's a man that, you know, that are given to us by God and maybe in common, but to say that masculine energy is logical and confident and focused, but that's not on the feminine side. I just have, I have a very strong problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) I consider myself logical and strong Mm -hmm. and focused and confident. Mm -hmm. So, you know, nothing wrong with the feminine side of that chart. You mentioned intuitive and generous and nurturing. I think those are beautiful adjectives, I guess, or descriptors. But I know men who are generous and nurturing. My husband is very nurturing. He's creative and caring. I think he's more creative and caring than I am. And I'm more assertive and stable and logical. You know, those words can be assigned to anybody. In this phase of life, I'm just learning that you have to meet people where they're at. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, We we could definitely have different backgrounds. We could have grown up in the same house and experienced the same thing, but have different perspectives on what really happened. Yeah. So in terms of that, you know, I recognize just being open, like 
I'm where I'm at. I'm very intentional about putting in the work to become a better version of me than the angel that I was yesterday. And it's so important to find somebody who is on that same growth journey or growth track. So when it comes to like, you know, feminine energy versus masculine energy, for me, feminine energy, I grew up single mom up until I was 16. I think my mom got married when I was 16. And I mean, I did have a few male influencers in my life, but it wasn't enough to the point where I could say like, I remember up until the age of 16. So my mom was the one who did everything like mom went to work mom paid the bills mom got me dressed mom it was mom and without mom we wouldn't have made it Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) so in terms of like you know feminine energy I like that you know that chart mentioned like you know intuitive and nurturing I would consider myself to be very nurturing but going back to this whole idea of like logical you know now we have college degrees. Yes, we do. So mm-hmm. we we definitely use in our mind <laughs> in yeah. these parts. We're not just relying on the man to come in and do whatever his role according to what society has given him. Yeah, exactly. And I I feel like sometimes what our well-meaning relatives Um, are trying to say is to kind of dumb down your greatness to make someone else feel great or feel better about themselves or to make room for that person. But what I have learned in my marriage, and I've been married 11 years, and I knew my husband. right now. Hey, snap. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And we were friends 10 years before we got married and we were, we were married 11 years. So total of over 20 years that I've known him, what I've learned from our experience is that I didn't have to, and I'm saying dumb myself down. That's such a harsh way to say it, but that's like the only way I can really express, you know, you don't have to smush yourself into some tiny box to make someone else feel better because what you bring to the table is an asset to your relationship Mm. and you give that to your relationship and hopefully receive appreciation for that strength that you took all of your three decades on this earth plus to build up. You've been working on yourself and working on yourself. And now you meet somebody and you're just going to crawl into a little hole Mm -hmm. I don't think so. (laughs) And I was so happy that my husband didn't make me feel like I needed to do that. He was not intimidated. I hear stuff about people being intimidated. He was not intimidated. He was like, oh, you're good with money. You're good with finances. You go ahead. Before we got married, he gave me all his bills, his credit report. And he said, can you help me make a budget? Mm. We, we were not engaged, married, we were dating, but the commitment, you know, for someone, for someone to turn over their paperwork with their social and all the money they make on their job. I mean, that to me, I was like, 
this dude (laughs) (laughs) he is serious think i'm gonna marry him (laughs) i think i'm gonna marry him you know he trusted me he appreciated the gift that i brought to the table and i i have a master's degree in business so for him to recognize oh she went to school. She's good with money. I'm going to go ahead and let her express that gift in our relationship. It has been a benefit to us because that's what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And he brought to the table a whole lot of traits that blessed our relationship. So I just feel like to put yourself in a box, you may not be able to make a power team, you know, we all want to have like that power couple relationship, but that comes when each one brings your best self to the table. I had a light bulb moment in this whole context of like feminine energy and masculine energy. Cause I was really trying to, to, to get it, sis. I'm like, what does she mean? Right. And so I think in terms of being independent, Because my mom used to always say, I want to make sure that you're able to take care of yourself. If I close my eyes today, I want to know that you could stand on your own two feet. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, how do I get to that place? Because I remember a time when I wasn't in that place and it did not feel good. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, every day it's like, okay, what can I do to make sure that I can take care of myself and that I'm, I'm stable, I'm secure, and not have to wait or rely on a significant other for that. Right. Absolutely. So I remember having a conversation with one of my coworkers and, and she was like, you know, you need to get you a man to help you pay the bills. And I said, mm. well, at this point, it's really not about him paying the bills because this ring get paid every month. <laughs> the cell phone bill get paid every month. The car note gets paid every month. I'm not going to wait around for a man to start doing those things. Right. So it's, it it was in that moment where I realized, well, she's meaning me being independent and being Mm self-sufficient. Maybe I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I think it was me being, because I always say, I don't need you. I want you. Yes. Because if, and, if we're together and it doesn't work out, um, I'm not going to be in a position to where I cannot rely on myself. And you know what? Even as a married woman, we still have to think that way. What if I don't wake up tomorrow? I need my husband to be able to carry on without me and vice mm-hmm. versa. What if he doesn't wake up? I need to carry on. So that is not just a single person's thought process. That should be everybody's thought process. Mm -hmm. I have two kids. I have a preteen. I have a teenager. I am teaching them how to be self-sufficient. You need to cook. You need to wash clothes. You need to know how to take care of your body. You need to know how to take care of your teeth, your money, Everything, everything I can think of, I have them on a track to be self-sufficient because that even though you're in a relationship, they live in my house, my husband, my kids, we all live together. But at the end of the day, you're responsible for yourself and you should be able to do all those things. That trash needs to go out. Those bills need to get paid. 
Mm-hmm. That car needs an oil change. And so that is not a role. That is not a gender role. That is life. That is adulting. Mm. And it has to, everybody needs that. So if you're brought up and someone is telling you, be more feminine, just go wear a dress and do your hair and don't learn how to do this and this and that, wait for a man to do it for you. That's irresponsible, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't get married until I was 33. So I was taking out trash. I was killing spiders. I was definitely pl- doing that in this household. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fixing stuff. <laughs> and I would go to a certain point. I'd be like, okay, I can't figure this out. Let me call somebody. But the immediate attention to that area was on me. Mm-hmm. So we have to feel like this is everyone's responsibility. It's not a female masculine thing. It's just life. The thought of changing yourself, I really, really just like the the core of me is like, no, don't change Mm -hmm. because you're working on yourself, you're improving yourself, and you don't want to enter into a relationship and be suppressed. You have suppressed some of this brilliance that's within you, and it's like fighting to come out, but you're like, no. He needs to be great too. (laughs) He needs to shine too. So I'm going to go over here in this corner. I promise you, I have friends, literally not a joke. I have friends who did that. They got married and they got into this little bitty box. They got quiet. They stopped speaking up about things. They were letting their husband like make all the decisions and they didn't have any say at all. It was their choice. Mm their choice to do that about eight years in things would started blowing up in different ways I have three people in mind who did this in different ways their relationships blew up because they couldn't take it anymore they were fighting to get out of this little box but their significant other was already used to them being small mm-hmm. in that relationship And when that woman was trying to blossom again and come forth and come through, he was like, who is this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who is Mm -hmm. this woman? (laughs) Somebody come get her. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, two two of them left, the men. And the other one, the third person I'm thinking about, they got into a literal fist fight. There was a a knife involved. You know, oh, these are oh. well, well-meaning, regular people, suburban, mm-hmm. Christian, regular people. People need to be themselves. Mm. And if you have a weakness, just continue to work on yourself. Yeah. And celebrate the strengths of your partner, your significant mm-hmm. other. Don't try to make people small so you can feel big. That's insecurity. Mm. We all know that if you um insecure, it's not giving hydrated and healed. Absolutely not. <laughs> and no. we want the hydrated and healed, healed people around here. Yes, we do. 
we have totally hit on quite a few of my questions that I have. Um, so the next one was, what does masculine energy look like? But you've already pretty much answered that by saying that there is really no, it's not a gender thing. It's really about what are your, your strengths and what are your weaknesses and then how can we bring these together mm -hmm. to make it do what it do. Absolutely. Another interesting thing, you know, I've, I've talked about, you know, growing up with my mom, single household. Um, when I came across this question, I really thought, man, what does masculine energy really look like? And I'm not even thinking in the context of like, you know, being confident. I'm thinking more of just like tall, big, macho kind of, you know, walking around like he owns the place. Mm -hmm. Um, and most of that really comes from. I would say media outside yeah. of, you know, my stepdad. Um, and that's a whole, that's another podcast <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, that we'll do. Cause even in the conversations that he and I have, you know, we totally, we just see things different. And I know it's a generational thing. We had a conversation about decisions so if I'm married and I'm having a conversation with my husband and there's a decision that needs to be made who gets the final say so and I looked at him and I said both of us <laughs> why, why are we not both talking hello <laughs> about this like we can talk about it and come to a common ground on what mm -hmm. it is that we want to do Yes. And I think I even got this from you. If we don't agree, then that just means that we need to continue Keep talking, talking it out. Yes. But what I'm not interested in doing is just letting you make the decision because you the man. Right. And I know that comes from me just being on my own for such a long time. And I am the head of my household. I make all the decisions here. So then when you come along, it's like, wait, what? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could also be that, you know, you have a brain mm -hmm. and you trust yourself to make good decisions mm -hmm. and you don't want to be left out. You're a stakeholder in your household now and when you get married. So why would you be silent on something that is going to affect you? And I, mm. I really, I know people who the man makes all the decisions and when things go wrong, he resents his wife for not speaking up. It's like, oh, everything Ooh, falls on me. Oh, I'm always the bad guy, blah, blah, blah. You know, but how can you do that if you're not listening to her? That's not fair. Mm -hmm. So it's better just to talk it out. I mean, I, I, it may be generational. It could also be where our parents grew up, like mm -hmm. if they're Southern or Northern, because my parents are pretty progressive. They talk things out. My mom is very vocal. She has always shared her opinion. Um, my dad as well. They're both very strong, very logical, very, I mean, they are two intense people, but they have been together forever. And they talk things out until I mean, you know how they say, don't beat the dead horse. Mm -hmm. That horse be dead in the ground, six <laughs> feet under. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Dun." laughs> 
<laughs> the horse is dead. We still talking about this. But they, when you say hash it out, they really talk things out. And I respect that. I respect just the respect my dad has for my mom's voice and her um, opinions. And I hear him say, hey, babe, what do you think about this? You know, he's not the end all be all. Now, my dad is big and strong and muscular, just like you were describing about that, that man we have in mind. He is manly. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to this concept of masculine energy, no, he's also vulnerable. He'll cry. He'll tell me his feelings. He'll call me and be like, hey, I'm having a bad day. Let me tell you what happened. You know, this is what's on my mind. I have seen my dad in every season where he's Mm. strong, where he's weak, where he's going through a transition. I have seen all of that and I've seen it with my mom too. So I get to see these different attributes and it's coming from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So that shows me one doesn't have to be while the other one's like oh it doesn't have to be like that (laughs) yeah if we're talking exterior okay so we already talked about you know the hair and the nails and the dressing and all that okay maybe because I'm not even Mm -hmm. really into that I'm more I'm I'm a fitness instructor I usually have on workout clothes I like jumpsuits and I like you know sneakers that's that's my thing casual cute chic casual <laughs> mm-hmm. ain't nothing no. wrong with it I, i'm just like we got to get out of putting each other in boxes and just mm. let that person be who they are if they don't compliment you move on to the next yeah if, if his energy is too strong for you and you don't like it move on move on and it doesn't have to be like you know we're enemies or oh you ain't manly or you ain't woman enough it's just that is who that person is and either meet them where they are or move along yep and you know and i, I just, love that you said go ahead i just i had a light bulb moment because my husband and i dated in college so mm-hmm. this was 20 years ago we all oh, right now. Oh my goodness. We dated a long time ago we were at ODU. And I remember when we were talking about breaking up and going our separate ways, I remember feeling like I'm not getting enough s- static from him. I'm not mm. getting enough of this. I guess you would call it masculine energy now, right? That word wasn't out back then. But I remember feeling like I needed a little more friction, a little more thug action. I needed a little scrapping. I need to fight. Come on now. You know, but the years went by and I realized I wanted to see that because that's what my parents went through. Mm. They were scrappy and they were bickering growing up. They're good now. But back in the day. They, they, they were a little rough. So my expectation was this relationship is supposed to have some static and some friction and it is too peaceful. And I don't trust this peace (laughs) (laughs) that we're experiencing. Where is, where is the yelling and screaming? 
where is <laughs> and it was never i mean even to this day it's not that way but i had i had to get what hydrated and healed come on hello simple water, simple water. <laughs> i had to get to that place where i was looking for positive attributes in this man you know not something somebody told me a man is supposed to be like not all this he's supposed to be strong he's supposed to make all this decisions. he's supposed to do this and do that he's supposed to do everything i take the trash out too if it needs to get taken out mm-hmm. do you want to have bugs in your house no well you better <laughs> take that trash out <laughs> i do i took it out the other day mm-hmm. i would if it needs to be done you just do it would i prefer my husband to do it because he's here and it, I I feel like he's better suited for the job and I got a million other things to do. Yes, I do feel that way. I would love him to do it. But if he's working, he's studying, he's slept in or whatever, I will push, roll that trash can on out to the curb. I know that's right. Listen, <laughs> I mean, come on. So I had to get healed from all these ideas and concepts that I had in my head of what he was supposed to be like. I had to let that go. And then I said, you know what? This guy is nurturing. He cares Mm. about me. He loves me unconditionally. He doesn't judge me. He's not saying, oh, you need to, you need, you need. No, any kind of way. He's like, oh, I love you. You're beautiful. Worst hair day, bad hair day, bad clothes day, everything messed up. Oh, you look so good, girl. I'm like, who is this guy? (laughs) You know, but we're... Sometimes we're expecting all of these, these attributes and you just really need to see that person for who they are mm-hmm. and decide, is that what you want or is not? But make sure you're in a place of healing when you make those decisions so you don't lose a good person like I almost did. Mm. Right? While I take a sip of water. He mm-hmm. could have married someone else. He was engaged to someone else. He, I could have lost him. But by the grace of God, you know, we found our way back to each other. But all that time, I was just like, man, just wish he was a little more. And it was just like all these negative things. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Walk around the edges. That, and let yeah. me tell you right now, sis, if I'm being honest. If I'm being honest, I don't need nobody rough around nobody's edges. Because <laughs> I would be looking at him like, sir, I don't know what <laughs> is going on. But this just ain't going to work for me with, with the yelling and the arguing. We ain't going to do that. I ain't got the time. I'm going to need you to go, go on over. Or how people be like, I'm going to ride or die. Why we got to die? We don't got to die. No. <laughs> we need to live up in here. We need to live. I didn't get married to die. What are we no. doing? No. Nope. What are we doing, sir? Yeah. Are you over here? Are you all right? Are you acting like a thug right now? I am too bougie for this. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. You're right. Oh, You're my so goodness. right. But I love how you right. talked about your dad and how you have seen him in multiple spaces you've seen him be all right hey 
this is what we're doing and I'm getting feedback from my wife and then you've also seen him in the thing like I'm just having a day and I just need to you know talk about it and, and get it out mm-hmm. which I feel like maybe we're making some strides but mm-hmm. I don't we don't see a lot of that we don't no. see a lot of men being vulnerable and just mm-hmm. saying my feelings hurt like you know now I want you crying with snot coming out your nose every five minutes <laughs> every day <laughs> every day you come home and you cry and I'm like sir what is happening <laughs> uh, that really? might be overwhelming yeah that might be a little overwhelming because I'm not wasn't you crying yesterday okay <laughs> <laughs> All but right, I, I need to handle I think those emotions. Very, exactly. But it is an attractive quality for you to be able to sit down and say, I, I'm just having a moment. You know, this is what's going on. This is what happened. And even if you shed like a little tear, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but I like that. And I don't understand why, I'm, why men have been conditioned that they just got to be so like, mm. Like so you're having a human experience just like I am. And you can't sit up here and tell me that whatever it is you're going through, you know, doesn't hurt or sting. Right. Like That's it's true. so it's okay to be vulnerable. I feel like I need to do a, an episode on vulnerability. Like mm. we just need to learn how to how to let it let it loose. Cause mm. even me in terms of like masculine energy. My aunt might say, or my cousin actually says this, that when I go out, if a guy is looking at me, I'm kind of giving him the, the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And she said, it's like, a, don't, don't come around me, look. And when I did some internal, you know, reflection to try to gain a better understanding of what they meant by this masculine and feminine energy, I've taken on the role as a protector. And I've, I mean, I live by myself. So in, and I do watch a lot of like, you know, law and order, criminal (laughs) minds. I mean, it probably doesn't help, but it's fine. Okay. Everything's fine. (laughs) So I've been making sure you ain't finna kidnap me. And then also too, because of, past experiences you just gotta be like listen what you want Mm -hmm. what you want because i don't have time to waste are you about to come over here and let's have a conversation Mm -hmm. what are your intentions and i get it that that can come off as masculine as i put up my two fingers but i think it goes back to being logical when you know what you want and where you're going Anything that comes against that, you like, mm. yeah, what you got going on. So my stance hasn't changed on that. I'm still very, I don't know if guarded is the word. I like to say boundaries. Mm-hmm. I did an episode about that. It was the last one. <laughs> but you have to have some sort of like, hey, what, what you doing? Because this energy over here or this level that I'm on is good and I like it and I'm not about to let you come over here and just destroy it. So I think also too, um, just learning how to 
going back to like that independent and and being the one that's got to get everything done you know one thing I do want to work on is allowing others to help or allowing myself to receive help from others because I could be carrying a whole bunch of bags and then my mind is like okay now I got it right I got it I'm gonna get these bags up here or whatever and if somebody asks I'm like no I got it (laughs) but it's just like reflex like oh no I got it but even then, I just still want to have that balance of still maintaining my independence because that is everything to me, mm-hmm. but being open to receiving. And me receiving is not me putting myself in a box. It's still, no, I'm this independent person and I want to be independent. But now that I have you here, let's figure out what that looks like. And right. I loved how you said, you know, you and, Matt, y'all just came together and was like, okay, hey, I'm good in this. I'm good at this. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you good at? Good. All right, now we're going to put these together. Yeah, we're always and make it work. We're always, literally always having those conversations. Even when we got our puppy, we got a pandemic puppy. You know, they keep saying everyone either had a baby or they got a dog. So during this pandemic, we got a dog. Oh, (laughs) she's she's so scrumptious and cute. But, you know, with a puppy, there's a lot of responsibilities and it's literally nonstop. And we had to decide who's going to do what. It wasn't going to fall on one person. So we Mm -hmm. did it by strengths and weaknesses. I'm a morning person. My husband is a night person. So everything that needs to have focused attention in the morning, I do that. I get up early with the dog. I take her out. I feed her. I do her morning routine. And my husband does the evening stuff. And the middle of the day, I leave it to the kids when they get out of school. So Mm -hmm. it, it sounds really simple, but it's literally based on who's good at what and who has that specific time available. And if you just keep it simple. And just kind of fall into where you're at. There, there shouldn't be a whole lot of tit for tat. I mean, I don't want to take care of a dog 24-7. He didn't want to take care of a dog 24-7. So why don't we just be interdependent? Mm. Why, don't we, why don't we be a team? Interdependent. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not codependent. We're interdependent. Mm-hmm. we rely on each other and we communicate hey you know lunchtime that's kind of the in-between it's like did you feed the dog did you take her out everybody's talking and we're like no I did it and then we know where to fill in the gaps you know gotcha. so this happens with everything I have one kid that has to put away the clean dishes and if that doesn't get done then my husband can't wash the other dishes to put them in the drying rack So again, that's interdependence. You're Mm. talking, you're being a team, and you're working it out to get things done. Now, let's talk about guardedness. Let's back up just a tad. Back up a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, because I don't have any problem with a person being guarded. I know that normally is you're made to feel like that's a bad thing and it's a bad word to say that you are guarded. But let me tell you, some of our 
most important buildings in the world are not just open for people to walk in and out. Come on. You you going to the White House, you going to just bust in? How y'all doing? Mm. <laughs> you ain't. Come on, sis. You well, ain't. <laughs> no, you're going to get shot. You're going to get shot. So I went to London. Uh, it was about 15 years ago with a group of people. And we got to see the Royal Guards. It was fascinating. Just like on TV, they stand really still. And they look fake because they don't even look like they're breathing. They don't move. And I know when they have to use the bathroom, it's a bad time. I hope they have a diaper on or something because they are not. <laughs> they, they cannot move until it's time for the changing of the guards. Mm-hmm. But they, their job is to stand there and to protect the building, the royal buildings. And just think about when you say you're guarding yourself, it's because you know that you are an asset, Mm. right? You know what you know what you're worth. Come on. You know that you are a precious prized possession and you don't want to be out here unguarded, just out here, just open, Mm. just whatever. Mm. You don't, you don't want to be that. That's not the way to be. The only time you let your guard down is when someone gives you that feeling and you, you don't, you're not going to let that guard down all at one time. You're going to do it little by little, right? Mm-hmm. So as you get that feeling of security and people are talking right, acting right, and they're not acting like someone on CSI or whatever, then, that, <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> then the guard can have that changing of the guards moment, you know, or something else can change or that wall can start to come down. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Personally, I was always guarded. I was always giving people side eye. I'm still like that. Mm-hmm. Still. Let me walk out this door. I'd be like, what y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, my kids are like that. We all suspect like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. But you have to watch your surroundings. You have to pay attention. And when it comes to matters of the heart, there's more bad stuff out there than there is good. Come on. And you got to filter the junk out. Come on, sis. That's, mm. that's where I stand with that. I'm just not understand. Well, I understand how you just came in here and just dropped all these gems. Mm. That was good. Thank you. That was so good. It's a and great last topic. time I checked, I'm royal. I'm royalty. You are royalty. Who my father is? Come oh. on. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, you know, I understand going back to your original statement about your family saying, you know, put up a different energy. Mm-hmm. I can understand what they're trying to say. Um, pro- they're probably saying be more open, appear more available. But back to that point, you don't do that until you are ready. Yeah. When your spidey sense tells you, all right, I'm going to give him a little more. I'm going to give him an inch. I'm going to give him two inches, three inches. When you get those feelings that you can do that, then, but it ain't just like, whoo, all the way open. (laughs) No. No, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) 
So being guarded is not masculine energy. Being guarded yeah. is being smart. Mm-hmm. You have Come on guard. Now. You must guard your heart, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what my Bible says. Mine too. <laughs> Page 235. <laughs> <laughs> Roundabout. <laughs> Love it. I feel like we are, people are going to listen to this episode and be like, oh, I'm going to learn how to be feminine. And mm. yeah, you are. And it's going to be completely different. Mm. So I love that, you know, you've mentioned being yourself. You've mentioned communicating. Our words can get trapped. So when somebody's doing something to you that you don't like, you have a hard time speaking up or speaking out. Yeah. So I think communication is definitely a big thing, you know. And then also too breaking society's rules about what you have to do and who you have to be if you're a woman or a man. Yes. yes. Just just break that. Just be who break you it. are. Naturally, yes. yes, I like I'm creative. I love DIY projects and I love the color pink and getting my hair done and my nails done. I I love all that stuff. But at the same time, I'm vocal and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm going to tell you, hey, I don't like that. that that's not going to work for me. And then also, too, I'm educated so I can make decisions. Don't just make a decision for me. Let me give some input. So I am a Michael Todd fan. I love Michael Todd. He be on it. Um, he wrote a book called Relationship Goals, and there's a little statement in here that I thought, man, you know, this really could apply to what we're talking about. And this one is specifically speaking to singles. However, I feel like if you're married, it could apply as well. But it says, singleness is a chance to understand yourself better. Work on your weaknesses build on your strengths, and move toward fulfilling the purposes God is planting in your heart. Along the way, you can clarify your relationship goals so that you'll be able to see it when the person comes along who is just right for you as Eve was for Adam. The whole foundation of this concept is really to just always be working on yourself. Always find areas where you can improve and always find areas to grow in grace and what I really want to get through on this whole like dating and feminine versus masculine energy know yourself date yourself mm-hmm. you know what are, what's your favorite color what's your favorite snack what are things that you like to do and then be intentional about doing those things yeah and I do that and I'm married I date myself come on now I I go to Starbucks (laughs) and I have a drink and I just sit there it's so nice it's just me (laughs) you know what you're saying it goes through the test of time Mm -hmm. it really because if you like yourself you like yourself whether you're single Mm -hmm. or married right Mm -hmm. come on Take a sip of water on that one. Mm. <laughs> Sis, thank you so much for joining me today. You gave all the gems. 
in the world. Like, I don't understand how I talk to you every day, and then I still keep getting gems. Like, <laughs> it is everything. Will you come back? I sure will. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sis coming back. Sis I'm coming, coming back. back. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I'd be happy to. Yes. Yay! We'll definitely have you back. Trust me, just wait on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on social media at Hydrated and Healed or Angel Glassell. If you're tuning in by way of Apple Podcasts or Spotify, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And that's on who? Hydrated and Healed. Bye, guys!